Well, hello. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and give you a warning. I'm on my bed. I am not in the closet today. I have a kink in my neck and I just cannot sit in there and bend down and get on the microphone. So if this sounds different, if this has more background noises and all that good stuff, I am sorry. I'm hoping that it will sound great and that I could start using the bed because I'm going to tell y'all I'm getting old and bending down and they're just, <sighs> anyways. So I'm on the bed. The microphone is on my lap. I'm trying not to move. I'm trying to sit up straight so my kink in my neck don't hurt. You know, all the good, all the good. It's cold, so I'm trying to bundle up too. But I'm excited about today's podcast. I have been studying for a couple weeks now on this subject, and I think I'm actually going to kind of stretch it out because there's so much to cover. And we are going to cover putting on the armor of God in spiritual warfare. So I'll be right back. Hey friend, I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. So, a couple weeks ago, I was being really attacked in my mind, like, big time. I was just, I mean thinking of all my past mistakes, past sins, just really beating myself up. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And God showed me. He showed me that there was some spiritual warfare going on because I made a commitment to read my Bible every day and to read through the Bible in a year. Now, I've never done that. I talked about this on um, TikTok or on Facebook. I don't remember which one. But I've never read the Bible. I've never read the Old Testament at all because it scared me and honestly I just looked at it like God was mean and scary during that and I just think I was scared to read it also I think the parts that I have read I've always kind of related to me like what does this have to do with me like I made it about me and so God just really laid on my heart that I need to read it and see it as you know a book about him and his character so January 1st started and we are finishing up Job today, and I'm going to tell y'all, I thought Job, like seriously, I thought Job was a short chapter. I thought that, you know, Job was a great man, and um, the, the devil wanted to try him, and God said, okay, but you can do this, but you can't take his life, and so the devil did, and then Job still didn't um, sin. Well, we got about 30 chapters of repeating <laughs> the same thing over and over again from Job and his friends. Oh my goodness gracious. But I've listened to every, and what I'm doing reading the Bible is I have a, um, a book called the Bible recap. So it tells you exactly what chapters to read to get through each day. And so, um, I actually read it in my Bible and then I play it on the YouTube version of the Bible and it's word for word in my Bible. And that just, to me, just sinks in so much better. So even if I get a couple days behind, 
I just catch up. Um, it just makes it, it just helps so much to me to listen to it than just reading it. So I plan on hopefully doing that with the whole, through the whole Bible because me reading along my eyes and listening, I don't know. The only thing is my earbuds, they do not stay in good. Like they're getting on my nerves, but we can get past that. So anyways, that is where God showed me that the spiritual warfare was coming in. So I looked up, you know, the verses in Ephesians that we always go to whenever we are experiencing spiritual warfare. And, you know, I think we forget that there is a, a spiritual realm. I know I do. Like, I know I do. I forget that the enemy does not want us progressing in our walk. And so this attack on the mind is going to get worse. The attack, you know, on your thoughts and all that will be heavy the guilt and trying to do condemnation that you know jesus said we no longer have the enemy is just like pushing that because he doesn't want us to make any kind of progress in our walk with god he sure don't want us to get closer he don't want us to be um strengthened and empowered by god and he don't want us to be confident in god and so that spiritual warfare is so real and i forget it i forget it all the time and so I was just really doing some research. Like I said, the past couple of weeks, I've really just been like really diving in and writing notes and like thinking of like metaphors in my mind to kind of, you know, I'm really like, I have to kind of see it in my mind. Like I tell people all the time that when I think of the love of God, I think of how much I love my children and, but you know, God loves me so much more, but how much I love my children and how I, once they ask for forgiveness or once they admit or whatever it is, it's done with. I don't hold it against them. I still love them. Even when they do wrong, I want what's best. For them. Like I look at my relationship with God, how I view my children, because I've always think I've had a look at our father, our heavenly father as like, I got to earn that. Well, my kids don't have to earn their love. They know that. They, I mean, they are confident in it, but because of some childhood things I had, I think I looked at it like, oh, I've got to earn God's love. And so I don't even know where I got on this subject at. Anyways, um, <laughs> let me rambling today. I think because I'm sitting up feeling good so I can ramble. But um, so let's go. Let's let's just go ahead and start. We're just going to go ahead and break it down. And we're going to take a few um, weeks to get through this passage. But it's so good. It's so worth taking the time of of just really breaking it down, you know, really just talking it out. So Ephesians 6, 19, no, 6, 10. Yes. So I'm going to read the whole thing. And then we're going to start from the beginning. Just break it down. How's that sound? If it doesn't help you, it'll help me. Because, I mean, I need it. So, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after all that you have, after all, after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith. With, with, with it, you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. 
and pray in the spirit on all occasions and with all kind of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all of god's people so that is um the passage in ephesians that pretty much everybody knows you know i've read it a hundred times but just really breaking it down and thinking about what paul was saying and giving myself like a visual in my mind of what is going on here that's what we're going to do so let we're going to take the first part we're not going to do the actual armor today but we're going to we're just going to take our time and dig in because it's really good so in most in some bibles it says finally brethren which tells me right there he's talking to christians okay he's talking to children of god so right there kind of tells me also children of god are the only ones that have this this uh defense armor okay and it's a scary world out there and i i want you to think about this is kind of what i've um what god has showed me so let's say that you are um a firefighter and you are told to go battle this fire and so you go to it and you're wearing shorts and a tank top and you have no water hose and you have no helmet you have nothing and you're on that front line of fire i mean you are going very unprepared okay okay and another thing is is that you are dependent on your chief to give you that armor so our father gives us what we need to be on that front line can you imagine being on the front line of a war without your gun like you're like getting shot at and you have nothing nothing and that's what's going on here like we're getting shot at and we have nothing to protect us unless we put on that armor but listen it says finally brother and like finally children of god you have protection that right there i just need to jump for joy okay because if i wasn't a child of god i, w I would be out there just trying to figure this thing out and i mean i don't i really don't know how people do it and i know some people listen like i i like to you know i'm just gonna throw this in here some of y'all gonna think i'm crazy but i like to really get my husband riled up when i'm like listen the earth is flat and we didn't go to the moon and i don't know if there's any dinosaurs <laughs> now listen i don't really know what i believe i mean it's not a salvation issue and it's not an, worth arguing over i just think it's very interesting to look this stuff up well i was looking about the dinosaurs now and the thing that the articles i was reading sounds more crazy than the fact that the earth is only six thousand years old and then to me i was like did the dinosaurs die of the flood you know like when did they you know where did they go or whatever um but to read these articles they sound like a science fiction movie like this happened and then this age came and then 60 million years later this came and then no um humans could not survive with the dinosaurs so they came well where, where's adam and eve like what do you mean like huh but when people ask like how do you have faith in god to me, it just makes more sense. Honestly, it just really makes more sense than this crazy, crazy things that I don't know what's true. I don't know. It ain't, like I said, it ain't worth arguing, but it is very interesting for me to look up. And I like to get my husband riled up by telling that. But um, it just, you know, how do people make it? I don't know. So right there, I just, we just need to stop and like give him praise for the fact that um, 
that we have the armor because we're his children. That is, I mean, thank you, God. We're only in the first little words. Okay, let's keep going. So, like I said, a lot of Bibles say brother and mine does not. But the first part, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Okay, so let's think of the word strong. Okay, I want you to think of the word word strong. So I wrote down, when I think of the word strong, I think of almost stubborn. (laughs) Maybe not stubborn, but like solid, a wall, confident, firm, um, you know, strength, ready. So when I say be strong in the Lord, I could also feel that in with be solid in the Lord. Be a wall, be confident in the Lord, be firm, be ready, be stubborn in the Lord and his mighty power. Well, what is power? strength, grace, that life-raising power that raised Jesus from the dead. That is some power. So if we say, I want you to be ready, I want you to be a wall. I mean, this is, you know, Paul is talking to us. I want you to be ready. I want you to be a wall. I want you to be solid. I want you to be confident in the Lord and his mighty life-resurrecting power. Power that raised Jesus from the dead. Power that will that lives in us, that will raise us up to be with him one day, that power, like that right there is just a confidence boost, but we're not bragging on anything but Jesus, right? Not, I'm not saying we're, we're bragging on anything but Jesus. So put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Okay, so I wrote down schemes. Listen, I, can, I, I meant to look this up. Hold on, let me look it up. Let me see if I can find it. Well, mercy, when I was looking up that, I found a conspiracy on Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I'll be on that search tonight. But anyways, so Roosevelt said in the um, in the movie, and I guess probably, I'm sure, in real life, that they were deceived by Japan pretending to be an ally. Deceived. Is that not what the enemy does? Is deceives us and that's what schemes are okay schemes are tricks schemes are are plans they're not just I mean they're not just something that happens they're not just oh that happened a scheme is a plan to deceive so that's what you know Japan did to um, the, the Pearl Harbor the country that they were pretending to be allies now when it says that that's what I think of that is exactly what I think of whenever I read this um, this line about so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes, his plans, his trickery, his um, pretending to be something he's not. I mean, isn't that what the enemy is? He doesn't just come in and say, here you go, I'm fixing to mess up your life. Here you go, I'm sending the bad thoughts to you so that you can, you know, know they're not from you. No, we think they're from us. But they're from the enemy, or I'm 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 working on this person, you know, like all these things that go on in people's lives. The enemy puts that there, you know. I I wrote down all kind of stuff. I think it's further on down. I don't know. Let me look. But um, I wrote down all kind of things that, you know, the enemy is is busy at work at, you know, addictions and um, politics, our world, everything like that. But them are schemes. They're not just he didn't just come out and say here I'm fixing to mess this up. Here, there's schemes. And so whenever, you know, Paul is talking to us about um, God giving us his armor, 
He gives it to us so that we will know the devil's schemes, so that we will see them coming. Does that make sense? Like that really spoke to me that like it's not just, oh, that happened. The devil's scheming. He's scheming. But God gives us armor for this. God gives us the Bible for this, which is a piece of the armor. But, you know, God gives us. And then it says in verse 12, for our struggle. Okay, now what is a struggle? When I think of a struggle, I think of a wrestling, you know, um, who wrestled with that? Um, well, I guess Paul. Didn't Paul wrestle with a, with the angel? No, Elijah. Elijah. And then he had the limp and limp. Yeah, limp in his hip. Um, our struggle. So struggle, a fight, a beat, a wrestling, strongholds, you know, emotions are struggles. Addictions are struggles. Financial problems are struggles. Family problems are struggles. Children's strongholds, job problems. That's what we, we struggle with. But it says right here that all them things, like if you filled in that blank, for our financial problems, um, our strongholds our emotions our addictions our family problems our children's strongholds our job problems our relationship problems are not against flesh and blood so our struggles with everything is not against other humans the enemy is busy at work and that's hard you know that's hard because when somebody hurts you you automatically look at the person, the human. It's very hard to look into the spiritual part of it and say, okay, they are hurting. That's why they're hurting me. Because we take it personal. Someone hurt you. Someone betrayed you. Someone stole from you. Someone lied on you. Someone lied to you. It feels very personal. And it, but in the grand scheme of things, I guess it's not. The enemy that's our struggle, is with, not with flesh and blood, not with that person. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell a little story real quick here. The other night we went to a ball game, and when we were leaving, some of the players on the other team and some of the people were trying to start problems, and I was just so angry about it. And there was some fear there. And then a day after that, God started showing me, like, that I really should have reacted more with love and with compassion. I think I probably let fear and anger override that because I just felt so mad about it. But, you know, it wasn't them. It wasn't the humans that I should have been angry at. I should have prayed against the enemy having that anger on them that they were pushing on us because that's what it, it boils down to. I mean, it's just... It all boils down to fear and anger, really, that the way we lash out at people, you know. Now, real quick, let's jump back up to the part where it says, um, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I wrote down this, too. I think the stand is literally means standing because when you're sitting down, you're more vulnerable. You know, you're you're almost at somebody's mercy when you're sitting down. Um, you're more relatable and, and you know in the business world <laughs> um network marketing per se they they teach that when you are talking to somebody to sit down or when you're on stage that's why they put chairs up there for you to sit down because you're more relatable you're on their level you know you're more vulnerable 
So when you take your stand against the enemy's schemes, you're you're pretty much standing up and saying, Mm-mm, no. I, and I always imagine myself standing behind Jesus, like him standing in front of me, but, you know, me standing behind him. But that's what, that's what um, came to my mind when I, I saw that stand. I just thought that was really on purpose, the word that Paul used, stand. You know, be strong, like like you're standing up, you're you're not sitting down waiting, vulnerable, you know, open, you know, you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So when we go to, okay, let's keep going, okay, our struggles, it's not against flesh and blood, it's not against humans, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Now, this line always threw me. Like, it, it really did. Because I'm like, well, who's the rulers and authorities and powers? But he gives us two things there, right? So, he gives us two two situations that we're fighting in, right? Um, rulers, authorities, and powers of this dark world. That's one. So, that to me, of this dark world. So, when humans act the way they do, when the violence, the anger, the fear, that's being ruled by the powers, the authority of this dark world. And then the, and the second thing is the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realm. So we have two things going on here. Things are going on in the heavenly realm. And that's the thoughts, you know, that's that's the... Um, the spiritual warfare that you don't see, but you know it's happening. It's all going on up there, pushing it down here. And then we have the things we do see. We have the things that go on in the political world We have that are evil. We have things going on in Hollywood that are evil. We have things that are going on in churches that are wrong. We have pastors that are in it to lead sheep. Um, we have racism in the world and hate and we have the sex industry that's just huge and it's sad it's really sad like when I, I watch things and I think about there's a certain website on um that apparently is like it's like um real people real women and men showing parts of their body and they get subscribers and people pay them um and then they can pay them to send uh personalized thing and i was just thinking oh my gosh how much damage that does on our soul you know that regard like i listen i've had people message me and ask me if i would sell feet pictures and that makes me feel like vulnerable and like like you're invading my something that's just feet so i could i just imagine the damage that it does when you take that further into the sex industry, and that's, I mean, if sex sells because of the rulers, the authorities, and the powers of this dark world, all of that falls under that. We have things going on in the financial world that is wrong and evil, of course, we know that, you know, um, entertainment industry, all that, so that we have these two things going on here. So when he gives us these weapons that we're going to talk about next week, that is to fight all of these areas is to give us discernment and to give us a way of seeing truth because what is opposite of truth lies who's the father of lies 
the enemy. So he is against everything that is true, everything that is Jesus. So when you have the rulers, authorities, and powers of this dark world, that is, he's against anyone, any child of God that's going to proclaim Jesus as Lord. That's going to encourage others to to look to Jesus and encourage others to look to God and tell, you know what I'm saying? So he's over that. And that's why we're given the, the spiritual um, weapons because you can't see them. You can't see what's going on a lot of times, but it's there. We know it's there. And even with things that you can't, that you know are like wrong and they're real life, they're in this world, but you can't, you don't have any way of fighting them. You don't have the money that somebody might have. You don't have the power that somebody might have to fight against it. Let's just say about like, you know, a, a financial thing that happens to you and just wipes out everything, but it's, it's done wrong. It's corrupt. You know, somebody scammed you. It's evil. And you don't have the money and the power to fight against that. He still gives us weapons for us to fight. And that's why it says stand firm. It doesn't say run towards or run away. It says stand firm. So I feel like I might be rambling towards the end, but so I'm going to close it on up, but let me pray. And I'm excited about this series. I'm just excited about it. Just makes so much sense when we're like writing it all down. So let's pray. Dear Father, thank you that you've given us these weapons. What a gift and what an honor that you, that you have put them for us to use. And I just appreciate them so much. I'm so grateful for them. So grateful for you and for Jesus and that you promised you wouldn't leave us without someone, the Holy Spirit, that we would have the Holy Spirit as a comforter, a guider, discernment, and that we have the weapons also to, to wear in this battle. I pray that every single person listening is strengthened this week, that we understand that we are in a battle and that we are peaceful with that, that we know we have you standing in front of us as our chief and our leader, and that you've given us the proper equipment to face the enemy and to come out victorious. We're not fighting for victory, Father. We know that. We're not fighting for victory. You already won the victory. We're fighting from a place of victory. And when you're already the victor, you just stand and just let it be known. And I thank you for that. I thank you that you've given Jesus the victory already and that that, that he is the one that we follow. He is the one that we look up to. And that we love and that saves us. As in his name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday. And if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.